move you first. I'll add you. I'll add you once I start. All right, everybody, here we go. We are live. I think you guys heard me talking to uh, my guest there off air. Uh, we are live. This is the Joe Kilgallen Podcast. Thank you, everyone, for uh, a big, big shout out to all the YouTube supporters. I always like to give a big thanks to everyone who subscribes to the YouTube channel. It's been a big week, so big thanks to everyone who's been checking it out. This is a very fun one. I'm very excited for today's podcast. Uh, as always, uh, at the bottom, you can see who I'm talking about. I love the banner up. Uh, I'm so excited that I'm like, I'm messing up already. But we are talking about the Free Britney movement. And when I heard about this, I thought, damn it, I need to get this person on as a guest. Because they're like the biggest Britney Spears fan I know. Without further ado, returning to the podcast for the third time now, Netflix special called uh, The Degenerates. Sorry, I can't talk as always. The Degenerates on Netflix. Check that out. Comedy Central Half Hour. Been on Seth Meyers. You love her. Everyone check it out. Check out the one and only Lisa Traeger. What up, Lisa? What's up? Thrilled to be Sorry. here. Sorry for that half-assed intro. I was, it wasn't I was half-assed at all. Too many things. Too many things going on. I got excited. I'm thrilled with the intro. Thrilled to be here. And that's that. Hell yeah. So listen, I last week on my podcast did a really, stu- not stupid thing, but you know that video of Britney Spears on TikTok was floating around? And it's just her kind of like posing and walking off camera and posing again. And a whole lot of people were like, what's going on with Britney Spears? I talked about that video on the podcast last week. And kind of, I was under the impression that she just didn't know what the hell TikTok was. Because the song she chose has a specific dance routine to it. It's very popular on TikTok. It's this whole choreographed thing. You know how TikTok is, right? And I just made fun of the fact that she probably has like a bad posse. Like people around her who were like, oh, you should get on TikTok and... Then I posted that video. I got comments from people. Luckily, they didn't call me a complete asshole. But they were like, dude, Google free Britney. You need to look into this. And I was like, oh, shit, okay. And it was several comments. So I'm thinking, what the hell did I stumble upon? I Google it. Britney Spears needs our help, Lisa. She is apparently kind of like a prisoner in her own world. And it's really like a sad situation. Uh, I know you as being like one of the biggest Britney Spears fans I've ever come across. As a matter of fact, last time I saw you do stand-up, you asked a random woman in the audience when Britney Spears' birthday was. She knew, and I thought, oh, wow, the, like those two are going to be best friends for life now. I actually just ordered a Britney a Spears mask. Oh, really? She, like Snake. She has the snake. Um, and then I got another one that's the nanny, Fran Drescher. Oh, those are good ones. I'm, you know, standard. Actually, I have the cat in the hat, which my kid likes, so that's kind of cool. Um, I have. I, I'm excited to have a good mask. I think that's big now because we got to wear them, so you got to you got to be a little bit fashionable about it. So I'll be honest. So the last I really thought about Brittany, I pay attention on Instagram. So I'm echoing back at me, and it's killing me. It will turn um, your volume down a little bit. Yeah. Is that what I have to do? I think so. <laughs> I truly was like an autistic kid. No, you're good. You're good. Don't worry about it. it. No, you sound good. But I I know what it's like when it's like loud in your ears. I I think everybody lists everyone on YouTube and everybody across the podcasting world is understanding that this is it's going to be an adjustment period because everybody's doing podcasts on Zoom or StreamYard or whatever. So there's going to be a little bit of an adjustment period of like echoes and whatnot. I'm trying to I condensed the audio a little bit last week. So it's much better than previous weeks. So sad. Okay, so um, I was really happy for her. Like, she performs for people that love to see her. I thought she was a good mom. It seemed like she might have been in the pills, but, like, it seemed like her life was good. And then 
lately it's been like, no, the dad is bad, the family is bad, they're doing fucked up shit in court, and yeah, fill me in. All right, so yeah, it, it all kind of started with this that TikTok video that went viral of her just not knowing what's going on, and then there was another thing where someone commented on one of her Instagram posts, Brittany, if you need help, wear yellow in your next video. And in her next video, she was wearing a yellow, like, goldish shirt. So everyone's like, what the fuck? All right, so here, let me just, let me give you the People Magazine's article. And I've cross-referenced some stuff here. All right, I'm going to read a little bit, everybody, so bear with me. Amid Britney Spears' ongoing wellness treatment, a group touting the Free Britney movement has emerged. So-called fans of the 37-year-old Piece of Me singer, which, why do they use Piece of Me? She's got, like, way better hits than that one. Call her the... The toxic singer, or the I don't know. Baby, one uh, more time. Oops, how baby, one more time? Yeah, there's so many classics, right? I I I wanna go uh, uh, all the way. I mean, it's so good. Like I didn't mention this. You're a big Britney fan. I she was maybe my first, like you know, high school thinking about type of thing. You well, know what I mean, not to get close with it. But have we talked about this already? So to me, Britney and in her person. prime to me is like, like no one is hotter. Britney in her prime to me is the hottest person ever. And then Ashley Dalton gave me a good other answer. She said Pamela Anderson in her prime. And I'll accept that as an answer. Now I feel like we have talked about this because I, I believe too. I believe I told you. Well, we could reiterate. Why not? I believe I told you that I had a Pamela Anderson poster on my wall from the movie Barbed Wire, which was like her first starring movie that, of course, everyone hated. They got panned by critics. I think she got nominated for like a Razzie, which is like worst actress award. But I had a poster of her and next to that poster I had Yasmin Bleeth. Now this would have been like sixth grade to eighth grade. But then high school rolls around. I there was a a Mr. Submarine right next to my high school and they had like, you know, like a gumball type machine, but it came out stickers and it was Britney Spears stickers. And I would like almost every day for like two weeks, go and get like a Britney sticker, and my whole inside of my locker were Britney Spears stickers. I and then the seniors liked me. Do stickers. Oh, the seniors liked you because you were jerking it to Britney. Yeah, that that means you're cool. It's like if you're a senior guy and you see a freshman and you know he's got a strong like jerk off game, especially like who he's choosing. That's just like a respect thing with among guys. We're weird like that. Okay, you're not making this up for jokes. No, I'm not. I'm. I, I really. The senior guys were well, like, you "Hey, respect someone who they jerk off to. You gonna, you're gonna like them." In a way, you know, if I meet someone who like they give me like, it's kind of like ordering at a at a restaurant. You know, when someone kind of hits you with something, where you're like, "Ooh, that sounds delicious," but I didn't really see that coming. Those dudes. I mean, we're high school, so high school a double cheeseburger is a cool order. But say you're out with someone and they're like. I'm gonna get a steak salad, medium rare. Add this, this, and this, and you're like, "All right, that's kind of cool." But, you know, all right. It's kind One of like a choice. When I was a waitress, a kid got garlic shrimp, and I fucking loved it. And I still talk about it. I, like, love that this little kid got shrimp. So, like, garlic shrimp would be, like, who would garlic shrimp be? Garlic, I don't know. Like, Megan As Fox. As a sexy woman? Yeah. I, I'll go with that. Megan Fox. Megan Fox is shrimp. a good one. She was on um, the show New Girl, and I've been watching reruns of New Girl again. You ever watch New Girl? Um, not really, no. One of the most underrated sitcoms of the last decade or so. Very Wait, good. Did I, Highly do recommend. you know that I was in Hannah Simone's TV pilot last year? I did not know that, and I'm a huge fan of hers. She's very funny and cool. Yeah, I played her goofy best friend. Oh, that's awesome. I'm pissed that didn't get picked up because you're great it was and she's so fun. better. <laughs> and not to go wild, but you know who else was in it? Daphne from Frasier. Oh, yeah, the English woman. Yeah. Who was also in that Seinfeld episode with the whole uh, 
she was a virgin. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And then the guy who was the terrorist in True Lies, he was the dad. Okay. His name eludes me right now. I know. It was just like fucking so cool. And then the girl in Legally Blonde who's the brunette, like the the friend. Oh yeah, yeah. She's in Not stuff. Selma she wasn't Blair. she I know, but the other one there was the friend, wasn't she though? Oh, yeah, she was also in uh, Waiting. Wasn't she like a yes, mean I love waitress? That, movie. In, that is an <laughs> underrated movie. So fucking good. The movie. Everyone listening, if you haven't seen the movie Waiting, check that shit out. But yeah, I was um, Hannah's fun friend, and I wore sweatpants, and I got a dog, and I had a stunt double. For what stunt? Um, I had to like hang out of a car and pass. An, get an envelope from a, a car driving towards me um, and they like chained me up into the car and I did it but then some shots were just too dangerous to get uh, I see that, that makes you can't it's a big lawsuit they can't risk that it was them. so cool though I got to like hang out of a car did the stunt double look exactly like you I have a photo I'll send it to you she looked like me for sure that's pretty cool when I was on Chicago Med they made a dummy of me I don't know if I ever shared you that you were picture dead. Yeah, because I they had to do like yeah, they cut my chest open and do some operation type stuff. So they made like a carbon copy of me. Do you get to keep your? No, body? I I totally asked them. I go, what are you guys gonna do with this like fake body? You know, can I have? I think they like recycle the material. They might take the arms and put on something else. I'm like, give me the head. I'll take the head. I always try to steal something. Always. I usually just steal food from uh, craft services. That load up, a given. load up the backpack. Yeah, you got to. I'm trying to think if I took anything from the set of. Oh, you know what? I'm the Hannah. Up pilot they had the annie's bunny fruit snacks and that was so good those are top notch was she cool yeah very cool nice it was really fun it was like one of the best experiences in my like career for sure yeah she's great on the show new girl so you should <laughs> definitely check that out and on top of it i knew like the writers were so cool the wardrobe was so cool and then they put me up at a hotel, so I lived like Eloise. I lived in a hotel for a month, and they gave me a car. I was like, it's like I won the lottery. Damn, I wish they would have got picked up. I had a per diem. I was just like, that's when I decided to move to L.A. I'm like, this is the life. I just like, yeah, it was very cool. All right, well, we got, I would love Sorry, to. Is that we're, weird? No, we're going to pepper that in. Is that Hollywood Insider weird? No, I love that shit, and I think people that's listening to That's why I was telling Hollywood you, because I know shit. that you like actors and well i like the ones that are good people and i i think she's really good on the show new girl so yeah pretty awesome all right well i do want to keep the focus on Brittany yeah real so quick. please fill me in because i feel like a bad fan and a bad supporter for not fully knowing it i'm uh, glad you're gonna get this fresh because it'll blow your mind i get the I'm witness kind of a, you know i'm sad i think i'm a part of me is scared to find out all right well here we go um so-called fans of the 37-year-old piece of me singer, again, so stupid, have questioned the circumstances around the pop star's decision to seek treatment, believing that Spears is being held against her own will. On Monday night, a crowd of fans gathered in protest outside of West, city, West Hollywood City Hall, right by you. Um, not, not that she lives by City Hall, everybody. It's the internet, I'm not giving that away, but you're in L.A., so it's by you. Everything's by you in L.A. Everything's 20 minutes in L.A., clueless. Uh, demanded Spears release, according to the YouTube live stream of the event. Earlier this month, a source told people that Spears had checked into a facility for all-encompassing wellness treatment, that's vague, to take time for herself while caring for her father, Jamie, who was hospitalized in November 2018 after his colon spontaneously ruptured. That's fucking gross. Uh, I mean, it sucks. Uh, she recognized she needed to focus on her own health and sought treatment. A source 
close to the situation said no one forced her to go see no one believes this though and let me get into some more they believe she they have she has what is called a conservator yeah. now you, you know what a conservator is I, yeah but like in the beginning and maybe i'm just a mark you know um and i gave into the pr but i just thought that this was good and she was fine with it and that she's so rich i'm sure she got to spend tons of money and i was hoping that the people in charge loved her yeah, I mean that's the worry though that the people in charge don't have Britney's best. Is Larry interest Rudolph in still her manager? Uh, I I'm getting to that. I always thought he was good, but you never know with these fucking people sometimes. So all right, so Spears' decision to seek treatment was largely met with support from her boyfriend Sam Asgari. I'm pronouncing that wrong for sure. He's 25, she's 37. Nice job, Britney. You know, revolt. You know, I'm not saying. I'm not like pro big age gaps, but I feel like it's always the other way around where it's some dude with a younger woman. We could all play these weird games, right? As long as it's legal, you fucking pervs out there listening. Okay, as well as her ex-husband, Kevin Federline, 41, who told Entertainment Tonight through his attorney that he commends Britney for recognizing that she needs to take a step back and that she has taken reasonable steps dealing with her situation responsibly. So, so far, this all seems like legit, you know? But then here's where it gets spicy, everybody. On April 16th, the hashtag Free Britney began to trend on social media, seemingly stemming from allegations made in what was billed as a special emergency episode of the fan podcast Britney's Gram, hosted by comedians, we know them, Tess Barker and Barbara Gray. All right. In the episode, the host claimed that they received an anonymous tip from a credible source by the way, now that I know it's the, I didn't know the, these two were like part of the breaking of it. Not that I have anything against either of them, but it makes me feel weirder being like, what the fuck do they know? You know what I mean? These are fellow comedians. We all don't know shit. Anyhow, they then played a voicemail from someone claiming to have been a paralegal working with an attorney connected to the conservator, conservatorship. It's a fucked up word to me. Conservatorship? Weird word. Anyway, it's a bad word. Who alleged that Spears had entire treatment against her will? All right, so so far they got a voicemail. On the leaked voicemail, the anonymous tipster claimed Jamie discovered his daughter, who had been rehearsing for her Domination Vegas show, had allegedly not been taking her medications as prescribed. So I think it's like they found out she wasn't taking pills, and they're like, we're going to run shit. And that's what sounds sad as hell to me. Are you okay, Lisa? Are you mad that it's a slow build? Are you mad that this is a slow build? No, I'm upset about all this. Okay, and then the tipster claimed that Jamie pulled the show and instructed her team to blame it on his own ongoing health struggles. The podcast's source also claimed that although an announcement was made in April, Spears has actually been in treatment since January. The claims made in the podcast have not been corroborated. Corroborated? I have not read out loud in a long time. I did. Did you see this on TikTok since you're a TikTok person? I'm not a t- I don't have TikTok yet. But a guy who was her photographer or something and traveled with her back in the day has, like, a letter from her. And I watched one part of the video, and I haven't been able to watch the rest. Have you? I only saw the video where it showed her doing the dance, and the guy's commenting on, for everyone making fun of her, here's what you need to know. And it's basically that she has no control over her life whatsoever. The conservatorship is, like, just running her stuff. They give her, like, an allowance. Apparently, the allowance is kind of shit, too, for how much she has. I mean, the allowance would be fantastic for you or I. It's like $1,500 a week. Don't get me wrong. I'm not scoffing that, at that. It cannot be $1,500 a week. It needs I, to be like $5 million a month. Pretty much, because that's what she's worth. But that's, She's worth, I'm sure, over $100 million. 
Well, let's find out. I'll open up a second tab just for you. I love looking up celebrity net worth, don't you? Sometimes I wonder how accurate it I'm is. I'm like about. kind of stoned and I'm looking at this and it's so hard not to partake. Was it a giant double bubble? Yeah, but it's like I'm not going to chew on the mic, but I'm just like looking at this giant thing. All right, Britney Spears' net worth, everybody, 2024 was has her at $215 million. Yeah. So, yeah, your $5 million a month comes out to $60 million, which is, like, not even a quarter of what she's worth. So, yeah. Now, would it be a quarter? Like, it can't be yeah. $1,500. Hopefully, that's $150,000 a week. I, I don't know. That's what I've been told. Yeah, so, okay, back to the Free Britney uh, movement. There's more, there's more details coming, everybody. Uh, I think just what's crazy about it is how everybody is – when you read it, you're like, holy shit, someone needs to, like, save her. So, all right. Since entering treatment, Spears has been spotted on several outings, including a trip to get her roots and extensions done at an L.A. hair salon, spending time with her boyfriend on Easter Sunday. Okay, that's nice. Most recently, Spears stepped out on Santa Monica on Tuesday with her bodyguard and assistant to grab frozen yogurt at Go Greek Yogurt. I'm not a fan of Greek yogurt. Frozen yogurt's where it's at. Okay, a source previously explained to people that as part of the treatment process, people are encouraged to keep up with some of their usual routines. See, everyone's saying, all right, the same day Spears resurfaced on social media to assure fans that she was doing okay. She goes, hi guys, just checking in with all of you concerned about me. The pop star said in a video shared on her Instagram last Tuesday evening. All is well. My family has been going through a lot of stress and anxiety lately. So I just need time to deal. Don't worry. I'll be back very soon. Spears added. And then she wanted to say, like in the comment, I want to say, hi, things have gone out of control. Wow, there's rumors, death threats to my family and my team. This is all from her, like, Instagram. And um, I'm trying to take a moment to myself, but everything that's happening is just making it harder for me. Don't believe everything you read. These fake emails everywhere were crafted by Sam Lufty years ago. Who's Sam Lufty? Do you know, Lisa? I feel it's an ex. Sounds like a like an ex-boyfriend, right? I'm going to have to. I'm sorry, everybody. I wish I would have done a little bit more homework on some of these No, names. I think you've got to look stuff up. I mean, that's why you have your probably set up. Do you have two computers right now? I got my phone and then my computer I'm doing this off of. Wow. Sam Lefty is a film producer. He's 45. Britney Spears granted a restraining order against Sam Lefty. Whoa. Yeah, this is from May 10th, 2019. So, you know, a year and a couple months ago. Uh, the order was issued by the Supreme Superior Court, I'm sorry, not the Supreme, the Superior Court of California, County of Los Angeles, orders Lefty to stay 200 yards away from the singer and to not make disparaging public statements about Spears, her family, her conservator, or her current manager. So she had a conservator in 2019, according to the CNN article. She's had one for forever. It's a weird thing, a conservatory. I would say like five years, six years, ten years. Like, I don't know what time is anymore, but she's had a conservatorship for a long time, I think. So who's the conservator? Her manager? I thought it was her dad? her dad, and then her dad got sick, and I thought the bad guys were the people that are, like, fighting over to get the money. Damn. I just feel bad for her. I just feel like she was so disrespected by the media and by fan, like people and... It's just, like, fucked up. Yeah, I mean, obviously, when she did the whole head-shaving thing, I thought people reacted poorly to that. If that would have happened... When was that? Like, 2006 or something? It was a long time ago. We forget how long ago. I don't know if her kids are that big, though, yet. Maybe they are. I feel like... 
Let's see. Her children. No, there's no way, bro. Well, let's see. I'll find out. I had the numbers. The age is just in front of me. No, it doesn't say the age. But her kids are Sean and Jaden. They've got to be 10 and 12, maybe? When she had when she was 25? I don't know. How old were you when your wife had kids? Uh, let's see. I We were both 32. We were both 32 and 34. No way. As planned. Yep. We planned the shit out of those pregnancies. We were very fortunate, you know. There was no issues or anything like that. Uh, let's see. Brittany oh. is 38. I keep saying she's 37. Her children are... One was born... What the fuck? It doesn't even say. Just Why don't you just Google, like, year she shaved her head? Well, here, I'll just go to this. All right. In January 2008, Spears refused to relinquish custody of her sons to federal lines representatives. She was hospitalized at Cedar sign after police... So it was 2008 this happened. Uh, after police arrived at her house and noted she appeared to be under the influence of unidentified substance. This probably just means pills, right? Uh, the following day, Spears' visitation rights were suspended at an emergency court hearing. And Federal was given sole physical and legal custody, custody of their children. She was committed to a psychiatric war, blah, blah, blah. The following month, though, I remember this shit. Spears guest starred in How I Met Your Mother episode 10 Sessions as receptionist Abby. She was really good in that. She received positive reviews for her performance. Damn right. I just said she was really good in that. And bringing the series its highest ratings ever. The woman just makes money, people. In July 2008, Spears regained some visitation rights after coming into agreement with Federal Line and his counsel. All right, let's see. When does the fucking conservatorship start, though? Uh... It's just, like, so sad. She's so... It was like... We loved her videos... And inside, she was just, like, being fucked with by everybody. Well, this, the album Circus came out in 2008, like, at the end of 2008. I just can't believe, Fucking like, good. time doesn't make sense to me. I don't get it anymore. About how quickly shit goes by? Yeah, like, I don't think that seems like yesterday, but 2008 seems, like, so far away. Here we go. I knew it was an attorney, too. Sorry about that. Conservatorship of her father, James Spears, and attorney Andrew Wallet. What a name for an attorney. Wallet giving them complete control of her assets. And that's the thing now. And that's why people were fucking going nuts. All this shit started. All right, everybody listening. Why, right now. Can, why won't they just relinquish control to her? Why can't she just have her money? They don't know. I don't know. And it's like a fucked up thing because I don't think she's been diagnosed with anything. That's what's killing people. They're like, all right, she went nuts, but does she have bipolar? Does she have like some sort of split personality thing? Does she have like this weird, severe, like, depression that manifests into rage because you know obviously she went nuts over that one thing um yeah and no it fucking sucks what happened to the good old days when people like britney were in headlines because they forgot to wear panties on the red carpet like those were like fun times then it gets into like this deep shit you know oh wait, hold on a second we got some comments hold on this good good person here six Six, the entity says it was theater. It was distraction from Jamie Lynn's pregnancy with Dan Schneider's baby. I think Whoa. she was still going through stuff. I don't think it was fake. And we all On know December that December 20th, Jamie... 2007, interview with OK Magazine. Sorry to mean to cut you out there, Lisa. Spears announced that she was pregnant. So, it was, okay. I can't I, believe it. That seems... Um, but I guess it makes sense because in junior high, Baby One More Time came out. And I guess in college is when... You're right, because for Halloween one year, I dressed up as, like, Britney hiding from paparazzi with her babies. So if I was having impure thoughts about Britney when I was 
a freshman, so I'm thinking 14, going on 15, you are when you're a freshman, right? That's 1999. She's three years older than me, so she would have been 17. And then 10 years later, in 2009, she's 27. See, that's the thing about time. You forget that shit. Like, a decade seems like a long period of time, but if someone's 17 to 27, you're like, oh, 27's still young as hell. Yeah. Like, 27's still young to be, like, one of the richest women on the planet at that time. Because that album that came out in 2009. So is there anyone on her side? Like, can she get a new lawyer? Can she, Why can't she fight against it? Because it sounds She's like they... trapped? Like, they she think doesn't have a phone? Part of the whole movement is that the whole free her is that they think she's being held against her own will where she can't, like, even the statement that was made, I was reading ahead a little bit, people believe it's bullshit. People believe that, like, the conservator, you know, the wallet guy, Andrew Wallet, and her dad. Did you watch the Black Mirror with Miley Cyrus? No, I didn't see that, but people people are referencing that. They are. That's what just came to me. I'm with the crowds, the masses. So what's that episode about? Break it down for me. Basically, it's like Ashley, and she's purple wig, like amazing pop star, um, and her aunt has control over her, and I think all of her other family is dead or something, but she is in full control. She can't do anything. Um, and then, I don't remember ever, oh, and then, so they make a robot, Ashley, and this girl and her sister and dad are characters, and she gets this robot. Um, version of Ashley and it's her best friend and then something happens where they like make Ashley O brain dead and while she's in the hospital steal her songs to keep making money but she's just like brain dead and laying but her spirit went into one of the robot Ashley O dolls and so the little it's like some Ashley, chucky shit the little Ashley O robot and the girl like go in because the aunt is just evil and they save the day and like she finally is able to like she crashes the car at a convention and like calls everyone out and then it's her playing at a rock club being a rock and roll slutty bitch at the end like her true spirit okay i gotta check that out okay black mirror miley cyrus no you sounded like it's good too what up leh i love you too uh, all right, so um, Brittany is Mickey Mouse Club royalty. Our guy G, the entity, says her life yeah. was signed away in the '80s. I mean, yeah. that could be. I, I don't. I, I don't mean, doubt anything on, anymore. I mean, she was on like Star Search. You know, her parents pushed her. She was doing talent shows. She was like out there. It, it's so creepy. Age. Is there? Could we name? Discussed. Everything was about. Yeah, yeah, remember I her virginity? Remember that was her nuts. Needed a thousand crunches a day. I just, I always remember that. Did Justin Timberlake take her V card, or was that just a rumor? I doubt it. But that's like the story, and I don't know. Why do you doubt it? But why? I think she was fucking. But wouldn't you? Wouldn't you mean she would have been about that age, sixteen? Justin I Timberlake think was sixteen. Maybe it was him. I don't. But I don't. I just think it's fucked up that it was even talked about. Or honestly, oh, no, it's crazy. It is absolutely it was crazy. Like a discussion yeah. for public fodder is just like bonkers. And it's... have parents that are like, and not to fully connect it, I don't think this is totally it, but with all the Epstein and this Grindelin, how do you say I her name? I can't say her fucking name either. Maxwell and like just 
all the pedophilia and fucking and Disney stars and people going nuts. And it's like, I think shit's dark. It's dark as hell. Do you see there's a photo? I know this is a comp. You know, you have a little, like, shamrock in the corner. It's so cute. I needed a, I needed a logo, so I just stole a shamrock. But, uh, no, I dude, I don't fucking... It's, this is, the podcast is supposed to be, like, bar talk. You have some drinks, you talk about all the crazy shit that's going on. This is some of it's funny. Bad. Some of it's funny. Some of it's deep. Some of it's dark. And right now, we're going into it's the fucked up. We are going into the fucked up as hell. Like, I bet there's producers or photographers or music video directors. Like, I bet weird shit happened. Yeah, I mean, people are agreeing with you right now. We got another comment from G. Uh, yeah, they did hypersexualize her. And real quick, everyone, I know I was alluding to the fact that I was jerking it. But to we four. were teens. I was fourteen. I was allowed to. We're yeah. allowed to have crushes. I was younger than her. Teens. Yeah, that's totally fine. But yeah, the media doing it—I totally had a flashback. I had this Rolling Stone magazine. How young was she in the cover of that Rolling Stone? The She's got the lollipop. She's like, yeah, it was a bikini. Is even bikini? Was it lingerie? She's like laying on a bed with a lollipop and like a teddy yeah. bear. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's messed she up. She was low rise heaven. I mean, she was pop star everything, and she was the first woman I ever saw that had those dimples in the lower back. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. We found out. Uh, Natalie Jose, her and I did a show in Fort Myers back in like 2014 or 2015, and it was a comedy club above a tilted kilt. And you know, a tilted kilt, they wear like, it's like a Hooters, but they try to I wear like... I know what tilted kilt is. I've been to one in South Bend, Indiana. Oh, well, there you go. So people listening around the world, if you don't know what tilted kilt is, it's like a Scottish Hooters where they just like wear like that kind of like kilted, but like... They get it. Like they get it. They might not. I've got I got listeners in India. What's up, India? So here we go. Do you? I do. Yeah, for real. Cool. And it's pretty cool, right? That they had the girl had like the dimples, and Natalie's like, "What workout do you do to get those?" And she's like, "I genetics, I think." Like, there's no workout you can do to get back dimples, in case anyone's wondering. But Brittany had them. Yeah, she's um, so many iconic performances, but I think she loved to dance, and I think she still does, but the dances are weird. But the Instagram's been kind of weird for a while, and it's just been like, I just didn't think it was so dark and sinister, and I was obviously being naive. And Well, you know what it's making me realize as a whole? Is there anyone who was famous as a teen that has normal parents? I... Don't, I don't think know. so. I'm sure. I want to believe there are for sure, but I don't know. It's because you know I, I was talking about Michael Jackson on the podcast like a week or two ago because it wasn't even a week ago. It was like last week because someone said whatever age you become famous. This is an old saying. It's not pertains to Michael it's Jackson. It's Jack Horseman too. Is it? You've heard that? Whatever age you become famous is like the age your brain stays in or whatever. Yeah, I, did, I didn't know that was in BoJack. Diane, Horseman. one of the characters in BoJack, is like. Oh, well, I'm not famous. I just wrote a book, but I'm not like famous, famous, which is funny. And then the director goes, Oh, but you're married. It's not even about fame. It's like when you have um, constant love and adoration and people love you for who you are and like what you just, you become stupid. So it's not just fame. And that was Bojack's kind of point in that show. I got to get back on that show. I was really into it when it first came out, like the first season. I love it. Dude, it's the smartest fucking, it's so good. It's I'm a big Will Arnett fan, and I know they always got like really good people to do voices on that the show. The voices, too. the animation, the jokes, the darkness, the story. I mean, Bojack is like on the level of Veep and Seinfeld of like greatest shows in The Simpsons. That's how I feel. Those are three big ones. I need to give a shout out to someone. Side note, everybody. I've had her on the podcast before. A friend of mine, really good comedian. 
Rebecca Gibson. She has started. She's never seen an episode of The Simpsons in her life. You just mentioned The Simpsons, so I'm bringing yeah, this up. Yeah, yeah. And she's starting a podcast where she's going to watch every Simpsons episode, basically, and like go over them. And I'm like, my friend Lisa Traeger, if you ever have guests, I don't know if she's having guests. She hasn't like released an episode yet, but yeah. you would like her. Rebecca's cool. She should um, also jump around. Yeah, I don't know if she's going like in order because that's insane. Yeah. It's like 700 episodes or something. It's just like I would like um, maybe do by themes or hop around. I or... told her to do themes, and that's what's cool about Disney Plus. Disney Plus has broken the Simpsons into like themes. You can Why do all, like the music Disney episodes. Plus? Oh yeah, they have a sports one. Did you go to that? I didn't do this. Yeah, I did because I, I wanted to watch the one where they did the softball team. That's one of my favorite Simpsons episodes. Because yes. when I was a kid, I thought it was fantastic when they did like the Daryl chant and Daryl Strawberry just has the one tear going down his eye. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. But no, I was thinking about like Michael Jackson's family. Obviously, we know how fucked up his dad was. I think this like Ashley and Jessica Simpson, their dad's a freaking weirdo creep. Um, it just feels Katie like a Perry. lot. Katy Perry, Macaulay Culkin, like divorced his parents. It seems like a lot of these when they become like young superstars, have these crazy parents around them. Even in the world of sports, there's like some fucked up uh, moms and dads. Yeah. Remember Olymp- Olympic gymnast, everyone, Dominique Mociano, who I had a big crush on. Which again, I was allowed to. We were like the same age. Um, no, she was a little older than me because this was the '96 Olympics. I had a poster of her on my wall. She divorced her parents. This is an old conversation that Megan Gailey and I had on our old sports podcast. But I, when I don't ever miss a chance to bring it up because it's still one of the most fucked up things I've ever read in my life. She divorces her parents, right? Because her parents were really fucked up. She then finds out that she has a sister. Her sister was born without like full legs. She had like half legs. And her parents, who had means, gave that sister up for adoption just because they didn't want to deal with uh, a kid with a disability, which is like fucking as a parent, that makes me sick to my stomach. You know what I mean? Because that means these people are just bad people. How do you have a child and not like love it the same as any child? You know what I mean? They could have totally taken care of this kid, but they were like, hmm, seems like a hassle. No, thanks. But anyway... Which just shows you the genetics of the daughter who was born with a disability. She gets adopted by a family and goes in. She becomes like this amazing trapeze artist. She can do like flips off of shit and like does all sorts of. She's really incredible. She grew up idolizing Dominique Mociano because she was a fan of, of gymnastics and that was her favorite member of the U.S. Olympic team. And then years later, finds out that the girl she idolized is her fully blooded sister, 100% blood, same mom, same dad. Isn't that fucking insane? Are they friends now? And sisters? yeah, they're they, they're sisters. They get along great. They're tight as hell because they both have something in common. They hate their shitty ass parents. Wow. Fucked up, right? Wow. I think these people they just they 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 have kids as their yeah, meal ticket. Yeah, there's a quote that I I'm on the internet. I'm on my phone twelve hours a day. It's really like fucked up. But everything I talk about is in memes. It's like memes or Netflix. Like I don't even have a grasp of reality anymore. <sighs> I'm I'm, more, I'm slightly worried about you now, Lisa. Should we free Lisa? Should this what this be about? I'm freed. I do have to pee though, and I have to run away. Like, and pee. I have to. I'm a really fast peer. Go pee. Go pee. I'll talk to everybody. I'll say what's up. Allie H, how are you? G the entity. I like that name. That's a good YouTube name. I feel like there's not some. There's uh, we had someone on you on the chat about a month ago. I think it was made up name. I think it was some friend of mine from. From the neighborhood of being a dick. He, he went by Thundercunt Smith, which was a little funny. A little immature, but funny. Um, G, the entity, says, I wish Britney's uh, Las Vegas gig blew up. Did it not, like, you mean, like, blow up, like, didn't happen? Or 
Like you wish it was like more popular because I, I thought it was pretty popular. Because sometimes when you hear something blows up, you're like, oh, like their their show blew up. It means like a lot of people like got millions of fans or something like that. So I'm not sure what you meant there. Um, yeah, I'm telling you guys, there's something with these famous people who became famous when they were kids. They have like these fucked up parents. And I, I remember seeing it once. I went to like my younger brother. There's a big age gap between me and my younger brother, like 10 years or so. I went to his Little League game. And these one parents were treating their one kid like, you got to make it, damn it. And I'm like, first of all, the kid's fucking nine. Let's chill out. All right. Also, you know, this is sports. This is, genetically speaking, neither of you are over five, six. This is, you're, you're banking a lot on him becoming the next, you know, Ken Griffey Jr. I'm just, I'm just saying. He's a white kid. I don't know why I chose Ken Griffey Jr. My favorite baseball player. But you know what I mean. I feel, I feel it's fucked up. There's a good documentary about that on Netflix where it talks about these parents of these the kids and I think it's called like, I don't know, you ever see a documentary on Netflix where it's all the parents of the psychos, uh, like these kids like who are like star athletes in high school and it shows the parents and every parent is just the biggest piece of shit. Oh, I thought it was like killer's parents. No, but that'd be interesting. Yeah, I would love that. Like people that are like, I just knew my kid was a sociopath and a killer and there was nothing I could do about it. Well, here's something, because I, I know you're busy and probably don't listen to a lot of my podcasts. Uh, I had an episode, just being a dick, I had an episode with uh, Patty Vasquez, who I'm sure you know, but did you know this? Her, everyone go back, it's a couple episodes, after this episode's over with. Her um, older brother was one of John Wayne Gacy's victims. No way. Way. I know. It's fucking tragic, right? So, that's crazy. John Wayne Gacy's got to be like, what, a top five serial killer of all time it's weird to rank a serial killer like they're a basketball player but i mean yeah know. oh so the the tweet or meme that i thought about was it said like if you're gonna be mad if your kid's gay or into certain things or has a disability you shouldn't just you shouldn't have a kid i would 100 percent agree with that easy 100%. way to know why that you shouldn't have kids i just wish less people had kids even though I'm, i think you should have had kids and all my friends but and the people that don't want to be parents shouldn't be parents. I I say that all the time. Like, I've never been one of those people to push other people into having kids. If I sense any doubt, I'm going to tell you don't. Don't do it. There's enough people. We have way, we have too many people, really. Yeah. There's more than enough people on the planet. So, but if you have that love in your heart, I say go for it. Because I think we need more, Lisa, we need more smart people to have kids. Because all the smart people we know don't want to have kids, and yet they think the future is going to be bright. Every dipshit I know is pumping them out three at a time, and those dummies are going to eventually vote. So you got a whole you got a whole thing going on there, Ugh. where there's going to be like a, a, a deficit in knowledge going forward. Stop so, just talking about idiocracy. I've, I I got to rewatch that movie because that movie has been talked about a lot lately. Oh yeah, but it's like more fun. It's like a dumb society, but at least it's. It, this is just so evil that idiocracy you'll be jealous of idiocracy <laughs> oh god isn't it, isn't terry cruz the president and he's been getting <laughs> people have been giving him shit lately yes yeah, and what a chance the rapper chance the rapper said some shit recently he was, too. he was saying how he was gonna vote for kanye and that kanye's better and what's why is biden better and it's like i don't know he was been in politics and Connie is anti-abortion and anti-vax. Like he's a. What are you talking about, Chance? Look, it's a pillow with the dog on it. Oh, that's pretty nice. It's like, is that your dog? Your your parents' dog too? My sister's dog. Oh, well, I don't know where you're staying. Are you your sister's house or your parents? My sister's. Okay, cool. And no one's here. And then you do that, and it 
What does it do? Like you do you see how the picture is different or no? Oh yeah, kinda like Oh, okay, that's cool. Sweet pillow, everybody. If you guys are listening <laughs> to the audio of the podcast, you did not understand that. But check out the YouTube. Oh, that sucks for them. No, it's good. They'll get it. It's a glitter pillow, flippy flops, double sided. That reminds me, I was thinking about this conservator thing. Uh I don't know how does how does she do they have her do they have her sign stuff where even if she came out and said I want out of this shit she's fucked there's got to be some kind of legal way to get her out of this well if she's being held captive it's like I don't know how we're supposed to get to her the whole yellow shirt thing really got me going I got I'm gonna I'm gonna type in Britney Spears yellow shirt everybody just give me one second here yeah um, Lisa plug some of your stuff tell them why they should subscribe to your patreon my patreon it's uh, videos like this with friends chats and then I try to make videos and I'm new at it, but I use a selfie stick. I have one where I'm really bad at accents. I tried to cook. It's just like videos and chats. All right, sweet. And some old home movies. And I have a really good PowerPoint I want to put on there. Uh, old PowerPoint of, you know what is cool? Do you have any highlights of when you played football? Oh. Ah, oh, damn, that's too bad. Everyone, uh, Lisa was a real, it was still a feminist, but you were a feminist in like sixth or seventh grade and you went out for the boys' football team. Yeah, in eighth I don't grade, I called it on the boys' football team. And they were like dicks. Didn't they like try to hurt you? Yeah, but I didn't understand the game and I was there for not the sport reason, but to prove a point. And it was just like no one explained the rules to me and I just couldn't understand it. But I tried hard, but they hated me. And I got the shit beat out of me all the time. And then at the banquet, I got most inspirational, which is embarrassing. <laughs> I understand why it's embarrassing, but when you accepted the award, did you realize it was embarrassing, or were you like, fuck yeah, I got an award? Um, no, I think I hated it, and looking back, my outfit was bad. I just, no one wanted me there. I, like, just was bruised up. I still respect the hottie for doing it, though. When when you have a sitcom about your life, it's going to be an episode. I quit volleyball to do that, and I wonder if I should have just stuck with volleyball. Maybe my whole life could have been different. Could have been. Well, you, maybe you wouldn't become a comedian. Maybe that's when it started to get in your brain of seeing the world in a different light. Maybe. All right, here we go. If you claim that Britney Spears isn't in front, isn't uh, front of mind, some of these websites you go to, this is goat.com slash entertainment. I don't know what goat.com is, but it's probably one of those like knockoff BuzzFeeds. Um, they have just littered with spelling errors. Anyhow, at least 80% of your day, you'd be lying to yourself if you don't think she's in right of mind or whatever. Or front of mind. Maybe that's a fucking English term. Maybe, you know. You know, Maybe like you're being the, a dick. Who me or they are? They are. I don't know why. It's just, just a weird tour of phrase. Just because someone is not fully right of mind doesn't mean someone should fully control them and take advantage of them. Or I don't know. I 100% agree with you. It's just a weird turn of phrase. I, I, look, I'm reading this correctly. If you claim that Britney Spears is in front of mind, I've just never heard someone say front of mind before. Right of mind, I've heard. Anyhow. Throwback to when Britney Spears claimed that she was fat. Okay, who gives a fuck about that? I want the yellow shirt thing. Do uh, you believe the Wayfair? The, the what furniture, fair? The furniture selling children? I did until our good friend Marty DeRose. So everyone, if you let me give a backstory to some people. Um, I hit the mic thing. I hate when I do that. Wayfair, everyone, you know Wayfair. They, you know, ship furniture, a lot of cheap furniture. There's a big thing about them where because they had some furniture, there were cabinets that were like 15 grand or some insane price. 
that they, it's code for them like smuggling but they were also beings. like the furniture was named after missing children the codes matched up to missing kids in a database like there was more to it really or it's photoshopped on the internet and i'm a fool it's, it can, it's a come i think it's i don't know just but also fucked up wayfair shit, makes furniture for ice but ICE doesn't have any furniture in the detention centers. Like these people are sleeping on the floor and all these ICE kids have disappeared into human sex trafficking. And like, they've lost track of all these kids. So they have a contract with ICE and ICE has lost kids and Wayfair is selling children. Everything going on the border is fucking insane to me. When I first, obviously like when the stories were first breaking, I was like, this is terrible. I then had a friend said, well, they've been doing this practice for a while where they separate at first, not to the extent that it's it's kind of cruel and they're not like, you know, giving kids water, which is so fucked up, because that was a way people would smuggle in. That was like a whole thing where, you know, they'd say we're a family when they weren't a fucking family. And so that's why they would kind of separate to be like, hey, is this really your fucking dad? Like, let us know, kid, you're safe here. And that's what they would do. And then obviously it's become like the most despicable shit in the world because kids are dying in custody uh you know film crews have gone down there and the conditions are pretty piss poor uh yeah it's just a sad thing and I, like i don't i don't want to hear any of this shit like nicole's gotten really into like some of these podcasts and nicole's my wife everyone and she'll start to talk about this stuff and i'm like i don't fucking want to hear it i don't want to hear about this pedophile oh, shit. my dad pulled a kill gallon what lost do do? his wedding ring how did he punch someone I don't know. He can't. He doesn't know. I mean, I'm on number three. The second one I just left on a park bench after playing a game of softball. I took it off for softball because I played a softball game when I was like 19 and a guy was like probably like 40. He had his wedding ring on when he slid into home, which I don't know why he'd slide head first, but yeah. he broke his, he broke his finger. So like someone's like, oh, they're going to have to do like some weird thing to rip that ring off. Because it, it fucks you up even more. You're not supposed to wear jewelry if you break a finger. It's bad. All right. It's bad altogether. I got this, though. It's back onto the whole fucked up pedophile world we're living in. Yeah, sorry. This isn't a comedy one today, but it's interesting nonetheless. A friend of ours, Mike Bryanstein, sent a photo. Well, you said, why did Marty debunk the Wayfair? Oh, he did it as a joke. He tweeted saying that they can't even send all the screws to a fucking dresser. I doubt they're successfully shipping children. Um... Which I, I, I thought that was kind of funny, though, because anyone who's ever ordered from these sites, there's always something where you're like, motherfucker, really? I'm a screw short. We ordered a bookcase that was missing, like, two things once, so I related to it. Um, yeah, I don't know, though. There's just, again, there's so much shit going on in the Internet. Everyone's home more now, so I think it's just fucking with our brains more. And I think there's some people who are just enjoying doing this shit. I don't know. I hope, I hope that's not the case. But it definitely feels that way. But anyway, Mike Bryanstein sent a photo. There's an old photo of JonBenet Ramsey where in the background is a woman who looks strikingly like that, what's yeah. her name, something I, Maxwell? I call her Griselda. Griselda Maxwell. I can't even pronounce her name. Grendelin. I've been, Grendelin maybe. I've been calling Grendelin her. Maxwell, who, um, how evil are you? You just want to be able to go to red carpet parties so you turn a blind eye to these people banging 12-year-olds oh, at an island? I don't think she just turned a blind eye. I think she paid? was Epstein's helper. I think she molested the people with her, him, and I think she got young girls to him. I don't think she's a passive... I think she's active. See, there is a book called The Psychopath Test by an author named John Ronson. It's really good. 
He wrote The Men of Steric Goats, which was turned into a movie starring George Clooney. He also wrote a book called So You've Been Publicly Shamed, where it talks about, like, you know, um, you know, oh, mob I culture. Oh, the Twitter. same guy. What a career. Yeah, he's a wide range of topics. Really cool. He responded to me on Twitter once, so I felt cool. His books are great. In The Psychopath Test, he talks about how there is an, an insane percentage of billionaires that check off all the, oh, you're a sociopath. Like, you, like, don't have empathy, you have this grandiose sense of self, and all this kind of shit. And a lot of that factors into these pedophile-type people, because it's a mindset of power and that kind of thing. And and why billionaires? And I think there is something to having a little bit something off with your brain to become a billionaire. And that guy, Tom, who started MySpace, was trending today, and he was used as an example because he sold his stake of MySpace for like $500 million so he could just retire young and, and be chilled out. He never sold data. He never like was obsessed with like trying to make people jump through hoops. He wasn't trying to influence elections. He wasn't trying to wield any kind of power. He was he even like take interviews. He didn't, you know, obviously he made himself automatically everyone's first friend on MySpace. He was just that guy where it's like, hey, here's me in fucking in front of a dry erase board. He's a dude that could have stuck around and made way more money. And a lot of people were like, why didn't you go into another thing? And he was like, because I have enough. I have more than enough. I have enough for several lifetimes. I think there is something insane to some billionaires because they're just, obs- if you hit a hundred million dollars, you'd be happy. All these people, they hit a billion and they're like, I got to keep going. I got to get to 50 billion. No, I got to get to a hundred billion. Like it's been pro- anyone that believes in billionaires is a fucking nutball, like an idiot. There's only two billionaires I could think of, and I'm sure there might be a few more, where I'm like, I don't think they're insane. I think they just... You are evil. If there Larry were, David is going to become a billionaire soon. If is billionaires were good people, they would just pay everyone's rent. They would make sure people weren't evicted this year. You know what I mean? Like, If no, billionaires a... were good, our problems would be more solved. Because if you had all that, you would be helping people. The fact that they won't proves that there are no good billionaires. Yeah, there's no Iron Man or Batman, but I definitely don't think, I think we think of so many billionaires as these like Jeff Bezos types. They don't types. pay taxes. But what if Mariah Carey will become a billionaire at some point? Is she evil? I'm sure she gives away a lot of money. Well, that's what I'm saying though. That's why you can't say, I don't like general, I don't like generalizing in any sense of it. I just don't. Um, Jay-Z yeah, and Beyonce will be billionaires eventually. A, I would include Oprah in that. And even if I like I wouldn't her. include Oprah. Paul McCartney is a billionaire off of the Beatles royalties. He didn't. Here's my thing: the billionaires so who exploit he people. Sure he donates to a lot of charities. It's he, not I about that. It's just like, but he's also not American. I'm just saying, anyone that's here, if you were a good billionaire and you saw what was happening in the world, why wouldn't you just throw a couple hundred million and pay for everyone's rent for the year? Why not? Yeah, I would. Yeah, I. You would still I don't know be why. the richest person in the world, and then we would all like you. Like. Why aren't you paying your employees a living wage and giving them health care and making sure well, they don't get sick? Like, you are evil. That's why I brought up Larry David and Paul McCartney, because the billionaires who didn't exploit... I don't want to... That's what I mean. That's what I mean, though. Well, when people hear billionaire, they just throw on all billionaires. I like to be clear. The thing is that anyone who... To become a billionaire, in which this is this point isn't emphasized enough. To become a billionaire, you usually have to exploit somebody. Even Michael Jordan got billions off of shoes that were made by four-year-olds in China, right? So pretty much every billionaire exploits. 
But I have the type of brain, and where I'm sure a lot of you know people in our world do, where when I hear something, I go, "Well, I can't. They, there has to be someone who made a billion that didn't do that." Pop that bubblegum, girl. Well, um, J.K. Rowling was the first billionaire to lose her status because she gave away so much money to charity. But now people do really hate her for her opinions, and they're bad. Yeah, she really hates trans people, apparently. Huh? I just I, I don't know it. what her opinions are. I don't follow her on Twitter. I've never, I never read, read book, one of her books. I, yeah. I don't. Even, I've never even seen the movies. I've seen parts of the movie on TNT. Me neither, don't give a fuck. Can you believe that we found each other? I. I we're both Virgos. <laughs> oh my god! I forget that we're Virgos, bro. Do you? I have to send you the Zodiac accounts I follow. I really like them. I see you Instagram stories, some of them, and they're pretty fun. But, but dude, you know, I mean, there was a fine Richard Simmons podcast, and then he was like, I'm chill. And then we don't know if he was chill or not. Where's Richard Simmons? And we stopped caring. Like, what's going to happen with Britney? Well, that's why I hope that's why this hashtag is good. I don't remember a free Richard Simmons hashtag, but there I do was, remember. Was like the number was one there? podcast in America at a certain point. Come here, Bailey. What happened with him, though? Does anyone know? Come Let's here. see this doggy. Not your butt. Not your butt. What kind of dog is this? Like an Airedale or something? It's like a, a poodle mixed with a Cavalier or something. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that is. It's a good looking dog, though. He's really cute and sweet, except... Except you had to... Before the podcast started, I'm going to just... I'm going to out you. Lisa told me that she had to uh, get shit out of the dog's butt hair. When they got that curly hair like that around the butthole and they got a wide, wide poop. More than you can imagine. I doubt that. I had to wet it with the shower hose because it just wouldn't come out. The scissors weren't sharp. It was just so fucked. And then I had like wipes, gloves, and scissors. And then I had to take them for another walk and do all of that outside too. It was just not for me. But this happened with another dog I looked after. I gave him dog ice cream to be a cool aunt. And then he diarrheaed everywhere, shat in the house, could not live. And it's like, I don't know why these dogs do this to me it's like to test my love like i don't get it i remember one time um what did i give how dog sitting is sad because they're sad they miss their family yeah they do but yeah i mean as long as they're getting treats they're happy that's the thing about dogs they don't they won't bite the hand that feeds them like whenever my dad comes over my dad is like a drug dealer when it comes to sugar for my son's He'll come over, and obviously my one-year-old's not eating the stuff that the three-year-old eats, but he always comes over with a box of honey buns or cupcakes, Little Debbie. My son was one and a half, my eldest, and he could say the words Little Debbie because my, my dad would be like, this is Little Debbie, and he'd point to her in a box when he was like a little kid. And I love all the time, Debbie. I miss her. Give me a strawberry shortcake Little Debbie right now. I haven't seen those in forever, but honey buns are still some. Little Debbie still has her own little section in the aisle. It's next to Hostess. I think it's better than Hostess in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, Hostess fucked up. They went away for a little bit, and then they came and I back. I like but... Entenmann's more too than Hostess. Entenmann's. That's that's for people with some money. Oh, is some it? Money for Entenmann's is more expensive than Hostess or Little Debbie. Oh, like little ones. I get it. Yeah, you're right. So there you go. But uh, I was just recently buying. Our friend Mike Joyce likes the little chocolate donuts. What happened in the background there? Did the dog just break something? He just like shook. Oh, okay, cool. Um, the Entenmann chocolate donuts are great. Yeah. But, so I grabbed the hostess and then I went, no, he likes the Entenmann. So for, that's why I thought they were on par. But you're right. They don't have the like Nutter Butter quick snack. Well, Little Debbie was the uh, Nutter Butters are great. Little Debbie was always like the cheapest of those three. Like Entenmann's is a little bit 
a little higher class in my world. Nutty Buddy? Means... No, Nutter Butter is something else. Nutter Butter is like cookie. a type of cookies. Yeah, you're What's thinking of a nutty bar. It's a nutty bar. It's a nutty bar. Those oh, are good because it's a twin pack. Good. I liked anything that came in twos. That's why I liked ho hos. They came in twos. Anything I that never came in was twos. a ho ho or the snack cake with the white. I, but the, Hostess used to have those best commercials. You remember, like, it was a woman in a black bathing suit with the white line, like the frosting of a cupcake. And a shark popped her up and she flew. And he's like, hey, where's the cream filling? Oh, hell yeah. Those were fucking awesome. <laughs> and the Twinkie, there's a Twinkie one, but it's like a trailer. Twinkies are amazing. I haven't had a Twinkie in a long time, though. I'm getting old, though. I can't be pounding my face with these as much no, as I No, no, no. I mean, I'm definitely emotional eating lately, for sure. Are you not handling the quarantine well these days? I was doing good. I was typoing and doing good and cooking for a while, and then I've definitely lost it in the past couple months. Time has but definitely I'll, gone by. Go, I can't believe I'll, it's July. I'll find a way to, like, bounce back up, and I'm, like, doing fine, I feel like, but it's just not my favorite. <laughs> like most people i know so you were living in la and from what i've gathered from twitter my my twitter feed I've, i'm off of facebook i i deactivated it but then i reactivated it because i had to like look up some pictures and stuff but I, I don't go on it anymore and twitter is i've got some la friends i've got chicago friends new york and then people you know uh scattered about the rest of the planet really and la you guys seem to be the most angered by people not wearing masks, by people not social distancing. There seems to be the most anger, So, which leads me to believe that no one in L.A. is following any kind of CDC guidelines or you know WHO guidelines of how to handle the coronavirus. Yeah, I've been pretty good. So... Yeah, I imagine you'd be good, but it's weird because Chicago, like Illinois as a whole, was one of the few states that was like going down. We were like going down when everyone else was skyrocketing. I think now we maybe have had a little bit of an uptick slightly. But again, that's because states around us aren't doing shit and then they drive through us. And that's the problem. Like you can't have 50 states with 50 different we rules. We can't also talk about COVID right now. It's just like. Too depressing for you? Kids are going to die. Are they going to go to school? Teacher strike? I mean, we are living in the most, un like, not the most unprecedented, but. I just can't believe we're, you know, you read about these terrible moments and then to be yeah. like, oh, I'm living in the terrible moment. Am I going to bird box out of here? Like, how will my end? Is there a war? What will happen? Is Will there be a depression? Are 24 million people going to lose their homes by September and rent and get evicted? I think that's the biggest fuck up of this whole thing was that they didn't do like a mortgage and rent freeze immediately. How do they not do that? They don't instantly? give a shit. What do you mean? They're they don't so give a shit. Fucking stupid. They want us dead. Of course, I know, because the politicians work for the banks. And that because they're only people that hurt with the banks. You do a big timeout, you do a fucking freeze on all of this shit, and then you tell the banks, hey, you'll get your money it's once like, shit you starts up again. Let us get bailed out, you fucking assholes. I know. They're really it's it's hard to respect the banking industry. Not that you ever really could at any point. I don't know. I don't know. I, I've got some friends who work in finance. I got a cousin. I, I I love him to death, but there's just aspects of it where I'm like, how the fuck do you guys sleep at night? No, like, I mean, we found out like someone's husband works at Halliburton, and it's like, oh okay, you know, like it's different. We have a friend who their friend's husband worked at ICE, and she was like, yeah, we're not gonna stay with you anymore or be your friend. Yeah, I mean, it's I had a friend who was Mexican. His parents were from Mexico, and he worked border patrol. He only did it for like 18 months, and this was like 
2009 or something like that. So it wasn't like the times we're living in now. But I remember just being like, dude, you're fucking Mexican. It could be a second cousin you could be thrown in jail or something. Yeah. And he's like, mm, it's a job. I don't know. Some. T- I don't know, man. I'm just trying to like think positively more and be like surrounding myself with more positive shit without turning a blind eye to what the world because you don't want to be some no, fucking what moron. I'm really focused on is like little moments of goodness and savoring these simple, sweet moments and doing like tiny, nice things, waving more, saying thank you, letting a car in, you know, just like constant good behavior to make everyone's time easier since it's so hard. Yeah, that's nice. That's like the only way to make it manageable for me because it seems so big. The problems are giant in every direction. I had a guy who only got, he was only getting like a six pack, he was getting a six pack of Coca-Cola, which I've never seen anyone buy a six pack of Coca-Cola before. It just seemed weird to me. Anyway, that was his only purchase. And I'm like, that's all you got? He's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, cut in front of me. So I let him cut in front of me, which was nice. But five minutes before that, I was at an Aldi and they only had like fucking one register open. And it was a long line. And this guy like grabbed something and he thought like, like he was going to get right behind and then he looked and saw how long the line was he's like fuck and part of me wanted to be like dude go go for it man i'll let you cut you know um he was a black guy and part of me thought if i just was like yeah he might think are you only letting me cut because i'm black are you like one of those dudes and i wanted to be like well if you were white i probably wouldn't let you cut if i'm being completely honest but it was a black guy so i'm like fucking get out of here dude i just felt like that would be my way of doing a good thing but then in a sense what if he would have been insulted by that what if he would have been like well you don't think i could fucking wait in line like everyone else and then, then it's just was he like, in line? Grabbed a thing and no, 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 no. Wait, he what was he it? he came into the store, grabbed like one thing, and then saw how long the line was and was like, "Fuck this!" And then put the thing back and left the store. That's also different than someone behind you and you saying, "Go ahead," first making a decision for all these other people to let somebody budge. Yeah, that's true. Because then everyone behind me would have been like, "Fuck, man, come on, I got somewhere to go." Yeah, but if it's only affecting you, you can do that. Yeah, that's like the level. But if someone's of... late at the airport, you have to let them through. Like, oh, if definitely. Like, let me go. Like, you, everyone just move and let this person go. I had it where I, I made having it. Having to ask over and over, where it's like, please, can I? Please, can I? It's like humiliating. It's like I hate that moment. What's the latest you've ever been? What's like the latest you've ever been? I mean, I've to missed flight. flights. I've never missed. Thank God. <laughs> I've missed, so I've been later than the flight. Okay, well then you win on that one. My latest was. I don't know why, but I woke up on Prashant Vekataramana John's couch. Way to pronounce the entire name right, too. Thank you. I did I it on purpose. It is a, a good show dude, off. I like it's that a flex. Guy. It's a flex. Um, but wait, like I woke up later than the flight was taking off. And it's not like I partied or did drugs or like anything like that. I don't know what happened. You, you, but you not set your phone alarm? No clue. No clue what happened, but I went and they put me on another flight and it was fine. And then the other one, the thing is, Mateo and I used to go on the road together all the time, Mateo Lane. And we would fight a lot. We fight a lot. We're different. And so because I yell at him all the time, I was running late for this flight, but he didn't want to bother me. And then he called me. He's like, I'm on this flight. Where are you? And I was in my bed, not packed. And so then I was late to New Orleans and we were doing a, like a show for college kids about failure and not letting failure define you and like moving past it. 
and at we and were you late, fucking we failed it, to get there. Fa- not only that, we failed the thing. Like no one knew who we were, and we didn't get an intro with our credits. So we had to like prove to them that we were good role models to listen to. When all their, all they were there to watch their friends sing acapella. It was a nightmare. It was like, it was so bad. And then there's another one where I woke up like packed, hungover, puked on myself to LA from New York for sure. Like, and then everyone on Instagram saw me because I was Instagramming what a party night I had. And then everyone saw the next morning, the like horror of my journey. So I guess I've had one time I missed the flight. Oh, the, the Mateo flight I missed the next flight. I, <laughs> I was in a car and it was tight on time. And the driver went, I've never seen someone make the same mistake twice in one day. <laughs> like, you fucker. It's, it's pretty bad when a driver has the confidence to be like, I'm going to fucking say it and insult the passenger. That's I can't hilarious, believe I just went on a roll. I just like, but I've definitely made it under the wire. But now that I'm a TSA pre-check, I'm like a very good flyer. That's not really an issue for me. I've never missed a flight. Thank God. I can't imagine how bad I would feel because, I, you know, I've got a temper as it is. But I did have it where I came, I was the last one on, and they were about to, like, home alone shut the door, you know, where they're like, you're fucked. And I, because I came running up, and I just got in under the nick of time, and I got on the flight, and I sat down, and I put my head, I had a window seat, luckily, and I put my head in the window, and it was cold, which is, like, perfect, because I was so hungover. Like, I had been throwing up the whole morning. And I think that's why I was running late. I kept just being like, I got time, I got time, I got time. And then, uh... I remember having my head on the window and the, the flight attendant was like, rough one, huh? And I'm like, yeah, I think I'm gonna be, I told her I'm going to be fighting demons on this flight. And then she's like, you just you give me a look. I'll, I'll check on you periodically. And if you give me that look, I will do my best to get you water, an extra bag, whatever it takes. And the whole time the guy next to me is just like, I saw him looking back like, is there somewhere else I could fucking sit? Because I was up, I was like ninth row. I was in a pretty good spot to get in. Dude, I had one of those where I felt bad for the person next to me. I was like going off of a Papa Roach cruise Molly Bender. And I was just like barely any sleep. And Wait, you were on a, you were on the Papa Roach cruise, the band Papa Roach? Yeah, but I was doing comedy. Oh, I didn't know they had, Papa Roach even had a cruise. Yeah, it's called Ship Rock. So there's like a lot of bands that are in it. Okay, by the way, don't just gloss over that like that's like a thing people oh, know yeah. about. Oh, yeah, Seven Dust was there, the drummer from Hoobastank, <laughs> like, young bands. Yeah, it was wild. Alter okay, Bridge, fun. Breaking Benjamin. Don't know these people, no. but go ahead. But I got to play Family Feud on Papa Roger's team, and I single-handedly won victory against Seven Dust. Like, I have a medal, and I I carried that team. It was amazing. That's awesome. But the woman next to me was mask, gloves, everything, because she had um, liver transplant or like she had organs. She had, and so she was just so careful already and nervous and wiping stuff down. And then to be next to my coughing Molly, I felt bad for her. I felt bad for a passenger flying back from partying with you the night before, the night the Chicago Cubs won their first World Series in 108 years, which everyone knows I've got a lot of Cubs stuff behind me. Um, I you came in clutch too because I did a show stupidly. I partied at Community Chanel in New York, and then I went to a bar in Manhattan to meet up with some of our friends, Tommy McNamara, Tom Takar, and then met up with you. And you were like, "I've got you." I think you had some shows at like the Cellar or something. You came through with like I think you had forties. I think we drank forties, and we went up yeah. on top of your rooftop, which I didn't even know you had access to. We um, you had weed, good stuff, 
and lots of um, peanut M&Ms, I recall. I, the only thing I fucked up on is I only bought one bag of chips, I think, and too many sweet treats. And if I could take it back, I'd get one more salty. If yeah, not, you, two I, more. There was Starburst, if I recall. There's some gushers. really good sweet I wouldn't buy gushers. Starburst. You're not a Starburst fan? I would never buy Starburst, but if I get them, I want, I'll have them. Okay, but yeah, it was anyways awesome being on the rooftop. It was like one of the best nights of my life. It was very um, cool. Besides children being born and, and getting married. And um, oh, it, might, it might edge out the marriage. She knows that too. I've been a Cubs fan longer than anything else. Um, and the next morning though, but I remember thinking, we probably almost like five and my flight was at like eight. So I didn't go to sleep. You then passed out and I just kind of like stayed up in your living room. I was like, all right, I'm taking off. Get an Uber and I'm flying out of Newark. So it's probably a good, what, almost an hour of a ride from your place in Brooklyn. Anyway, that was the best flight I could get. And my whole trip there was last minute anyway. I was in New York for like less than two days, I think. I think I got in like Monday Why? evening. No, was it? Was it an opportunity or something? Yes, yeah. I had, I had an interview with uh, Bleacher Report. God, I got They, they, I they like, loved my you, writing packet. Why but would you leave Chicago, me. you know? Oh, well, I was in that. L.A. I was in L.A. Well, I don't know if you there. know this, but this November... Oh, real quick, let me finish, though. I'm sorry. Hold that thought this November, though. I then So I fell asleep the whole Uber ride. The guy had to wake me up when we got there. I was on in plenty of time. I finally got to hear the radio call of the Cubs winning the World Series, and I, I love the Cubs radio announcer, Pat Hughes. Cried, brought tears to my eyes. I'm still wearing all the Cubs stuff from the night before. Didn't shower. Just stunk of booze, weed, cigarettes, everything possible. Did they win at home or away? away they won away in Cleveland. Yeah. yeah. And I get, you know, I had a window seat. No, I had a middle seat. Which is like the worst when you didn't shower and you just know you smell like a fucking booze bag. And I'm sure women have this too, but every man I know always talks about the prayer of sitting next to a random hot person on a plane. Because you want to sit next to a hot person, you never know if it goes down. Also, like, it just, you want to. And uh, I remember, I've never in my life have I had that. I always end up sitting next to the ugliest human beings you can imagine, male or female or they or them or whatever, you know. And, uh, I'm sitting in the middle, and of course, this woman's like a fucking 10. And I'm like, she's great. I don't say a word to her the whole thing. Plane lands and in L.A., and I stand up, and people around me were like, hey, congratulations. And they're like, yeah, Cubbies. And I'm like, oh, thanks. Like, the whole plane is, like, cheering and stuff like that. And then she goes, yeah, that was great. It's like she even watched it. I go, oh, thanks. And then I told her, I go, by the way, I'm sorry. That cannot have been a fun flight for you. And she was just like, what? I'm like, I have to smell god-awful. I drank everything last night. I There's no way that I'm very sorry. And she's like, you smell fine. I didn't smell. And I have a good sense of smell. And I'm like, are you really being nice because we're never going to see each other ever again? I was like, are you fucking with me? There's no way I smell good. She said I was smelled fine. So maybe this, the victory overcame any kind of toxins that would pollute the air around me. Maybe there was some sort of, what is it, like... I don't know, like pheromones from happiness that were released. Oh my God, my laptop's at 8%. Oh, it is? All right, well, everybody, listen. I want to I wanted hold Lisa for a little bonus. Me, but I, I fainted. No, I'm going to go plug it in. I'll plug it in. And then tell me this, the thing about November. You fainted on a flight? Yeah. Didn't you also have a flight where you like flirted with a guy and then later ended up hooking up with him? I did. Because that's then met, pretty... And then I met your wife at the beach. Yeah, he was a cello player. Cello? Yeah, he was like a really cool cello player. It's a cool instrument. Underrated yeah, the cello. Cello. Yeah, he was hot and cool. But Nirvana used the cello. I also was on the flight recently from LA to Chicago that got grounded 
in like New Mexico or Arizona because a guy was spitting on people, um, hitting people and harassing the flight attendants. Why was he doing that? Was he just drugged up? Yeah, he looked like a hippie, drugged up Burning Man type kid. Like dad pays your rent though. Those are the fucking worst. I hate these people that act like they're all underground and they're like sticking it to the man, but then they don't actually have to work for anything because mommy and daddy pay it. Um, yeah, and then, but November 7th, I had to fly from like Edmonton to LA, do one thing and then fly the next morning at 5 a.m. And it was just too much. And I woke up with my face on the seat and my knees on the ground. The- and people yelling, she's down, she's down. <laughs> This was on the flight? You passed out on the flight? Yeah. I was just like, no food, no water, no drinks, no sleep, and took a pill. And I don't think it, like, it just was. And so I was, like, hot and weird, and I got up, and then I collapsed. Oh, my God. What kind I mean, of pill? I fly so much. I feel like a stereotypical comedian. I have so many flight tales, you know. I've no, always I... masturbated in the seat. Whoa. Hold the fuck on. Well, yeah. I've. Ooh, two. I really want to get to that. Two questions, because that's fascinating as hell. Because I came across a porn once where it showed like, and it looked like a real fucking airplane where they were like, the girls jerking them off. And I'm thinking, is this like a fake set? Like, you know, they these porn companies. You got to imagine Brazzers has some decent sets now, right? They go to a studio and actually film some of this stuff, or maybe they're just renting houses in the hills to shoot all their porns. I don't know. Anyhow, um, and also Lisa's by the way, very good to porn star. She actually pays for her porn because not she anymore the with this recession. Damn, that's true. These porn stars, maybe. Well, hopefully they're only fans. I also miss well. my site. What was your website? Kink. I like miss it. Well, hopefully things turn around and everyone supports the damn Patreon you got going on there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm turning taking it down because it was distracting. It was up for a while. So, number one. What do you, I know we were like we're being hacky comedians talking about flights and stuff like that, but it's interesting to me. What pills do you take? Do you, do you have to take some? Because I know a lot of people have to be drunk before they get on a plane or they get no. To be sometimes high. I'm like sober. Sometimes I want to drink. I've been cut off once. <laughs> um, yeah, it all depends. I usually am eating gummies. If it's like to Australia, I'm gonna take a Xanax. If it's New York to LA and I have to sleep, I'll take like melatonin or Xanax or weed or gummies. Gummies are my favorite. That was a I'm game a changer for me. A 10 milligram um, little piece of uh, weed chocolate is the one I would go to. Uh, from like LA to New York or even just LA to Chicago was perfect. The key is to take it right before you enter the airport. And I remember right when I was hitting the line to get on the flight, that's when I was like, and then totally just fell asleep. I remember I felt like it was a red eye flight. I remember just kind of like doing one of these, you know, when your like head starts to, to fall a little bit. I did that, and I like you know kind of like brought my head back up, closed my eyes again, lifted my head up, and then I was like, "We are now descending to O'Hare Airport." I'm like, "The fuck!" It felt like a two minute flight. It was the best. Now let's forget all that. You said that you once masturbated yeah. on a plane. Yeah, Australia to the United States. How long is that flight? 26 or 22 or 20 i don't know and not look we're good friends we've known each other a long ass time yeah not and and sorry this is just such a cool thing to me so forgive me if i sound overly zealous or overly excited i had just like the night before confessed to my crush that i liked them and then we hooked up and then i went to the airport oh no that's not true because then i went to sydney but 
whatever, we had just started chatting and like shit was just hot. And so I had like hot texts and stuff. So it just totally came over you, huh? And, like, I I had, got it. I, and then it was business class and the seat next to me was empty and it was just like dead zone, everyone's sleeping, dark. And I had like a true, I felt like a couch, like a love seat amount of space. It was giant. Now, were you going off imagination or did you have internet access? I didn't have internet access. So imagination. Well, the texts. Oh, oh, you guys were texting back and forth. Well, no, I had texts oh, I see. from earlier. I see. See, yeah. the, the female brain's pretty powerful because I would need more than just reading words. You know, I would... <laughs> also, I mean, that's an advantage that women have, though. I feel like a woman could get away with doing that on a plane easier than a man could. Yeah, I couldn't believe I got away with it. No, it's still, like, criminal and probably bad. If some, Like, I was actually on oh, my balcony criminal. recently, and a guy, like, drove by his truck and stared at me and, like, jerked off. And I was like, that's so weird. Was he, like, faking it, or did you actually see it? No, I saw it in the deck. And actually, Ryan Dalton, our friend, was, like, visiting me, and he was talking to me down below on the balcony. And I was like, whoa, that guy's been jerking off. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Some people are, what's it called? Voyeur or whatever. You just like, you get off on people watching you. Yeah. I think that's what it is. All right, Dr. Ruth. <laughs> Real quick. If the stewardess would have been like, do you need anything? And then she was like implying like, I'll help you. Would you have been like, what kind of fucking airline is this? Would you have been like, Oh, I thought I was going to get in trouble. I mean, I don't know. I think I would have been embarrassed if someone stopped me or found out. Oh, okay. So you weren't, it wouldn't have added to the thrill. Obviously you would have stopped. No, yeah, I would have been embarrassed. Yeah, I don't know. I, just, I think it's as a ma- I mean, you had a blanket over yourself, clearly. Yeah. Were you were you were wearing a skirt? I don't remember. I don't know. I would never fly in a skirt. Yeah, that's weird. So what were you wearing? Pants. Sweatpants. Sweatpants. Sweatpants is easy access. You couldn't do it in tight jeans. No, sweatpants or leggings. I'm flying. Yeah, those are. Yeah. That's what I would wear. Yeah. I mean, as a guy, you couldn't just get the hand in and then going up and down. It would be, it would be seen. You'd be yeah. dead. That yeah, would be a huge, for sure. that would, that would be, and anyone else around you would have known because the seat would be going back oh, and forth. Oh, I did have an Ambien one flight to Australia once and that was awesome. Well, what pill did you take when you fainted and they had to like, I don't know. You? you don't even remember? No, my friend was like, this will help you chill out and fall asleep. And I went, great. I feel like you're too trusting of your friends when it comes to taking pills. No, I mean, this friend now gave me Xanax for this time in my life. Um, I don't know. I don't know either. It's interesting. I don't know. I, I have some friends I worry about when it comes to drugs. And I you're not one of them. You're not one no. of them. But I definitely feel like you'd I've be like, take this. I've taken Xanax like under 15 times in my life. And uh, I, well, what is Xan- I thought, isn't Xanax for... Like depression? It's anti-anxiety, but if you don't have anxiety, like for me, I just like fall asleep. I don't know. Um, yeah, I like how we started this about Brittany and we came on to this. This has been a good, well-rounded. I know, but I like that though. That's what I like about, you know, the concept of my podcast. I created a podcast in which I don't have to commit to any one topic. It's perfect. It's perfect for me. But I do want to um, end the podcast here, everybody. Um, sorry to have to do that, but I want to get Lisa for a little bonus thing that's going to be on both of our Patreons. Support hers or support mine, it doesn't matter. Um, uh, it's uh, Lisa and I are going to play a game of uh, Fuck, Mary Kill. Uh, sorry, maybe we'll do one round for 
people watching live right now and then now we'll do make them pay for it. yeah right that's just a tease so what i do everyone is i reach into this big box of dvds i have i pull out a dvd look which one i pull out randomly ted and then um what's another one i can pull out inglorious bastards and then um this one is a screener can you forgive me with melissa mccarthy i think she's a writer that steals people's works or something like that so what i would do then is be like you to fuck mary kill uh brad pitt mark Wahlberg um most mccarthy but it doesn't always have to be the star i could choose whoever i no, want i'll do this one i can't wait for the patreon i'm answering okay let's hear it um i'm gonna kill mark Wahlberg. okay if you get that's, mila that's kunis it would have been different mila kunis underrated i'm gonna underrated you know earlier Brad to hold you Pitt. up you got it you got it bang Brad. i thought you'd marry brad pitt and i'm gonna marry melissa she'll be fine I could see that marrying because, you know, you guys could uh, have, like, an open marriage where you guys could bang other people and it's still, like, a partnership. Yeah, she'd be with her husband. I mean, the thing is, Mark Wahlberg, if he wasn't religious and woke up at 3 in the morning and committed a hate crime, like, maybe I would fuck him, but I just don't like him. Yeah, everyone, if you don't know, Mark Wahlberg committed a hate crime when he was, like, what, 18, 19? He uh, yeah, towards an Asian grocery store. It, and, like, I just Asian don't like super Christians that work out at 3 a.m. Every day at 3 a.m. The Rock is like that. But though. if you pick Mila Kunis, I can see you liking her because she's Ukrainian, like you, right? I would fuck her, marry Brad Pitt, and kill Melissa. Easily. Yeah, that's what would yeah. happen. Mila Kunis is one of my favorite. Her in Forgetting Sarah Marshall, Mwah. like top choice. So hot, funny, like sexy. She just like she had everything in that movie. You know, earlier we we're talking about like. When I had Britney Spears stickers in my locker, the senior guys were like, fuck yeah, this guy's cool. And comparing comparing it to like someone who orders cool food at a restaurant, Mila Kunis is the one where if, some, if you said to someone who's your celebrity crush, they drop a Mila Kunis, you go, this person's cool as fuck. Because they don't go with an obvious. Mila Kunis isn't an obvious. If you pulled men from the ages of 18 to 35, she's probably not in a lot of people's top fives, but the people whose top five she's in, you're like, this person's cool as fuck, you know? Yeah, she's hot and ashton's a good person and he is a good person and people i feel like unfairly hated him for a stretch yeah that's okay and then he saved a bunch i hate that my foot's just like a limb um i didn't even notice until you pointed it out all right we're gonna play the game we're gonna play uh, one or two rounds of it on the patreon everybody and it's uh it'll get fun because you never know which i'm gonna pick she might have to kill someone she loves. I love this game. She might have to bang Let's someone start. she hates. Let's We're going to see. All right, I'm going to sign off uh, the broadcast. Thanks for everyone checking out the YouTube. My uh, comedy albums are on YouTube as well, so check them out. Thanks for uh, supporting the podcast, everyone. Cheers. And broadcast.